morning everybody now the third segment of they never get caught young bill perry brown rings era and boy assistant was at the awkward stage if indeed he would ever grow out of it he was squaring red headed with a tendency to anch and great draw scarlet wrists mr browning he loathed as only the young can loathe the processor of a sacrificed tank but mili he liked and his pale sandy finger eyes twinkled kindly when she spoke to him young perry did not think mili was half so deaf as the old man made out if only because she has kind to him young perry was interested in the state of mili's health on the monday night young perry was mr saw mr brownings putting up the content of the fenders pills in the jelly case and he inquired out them mr browning was unusually communicative he told young perry in strict confidence that mrs browning was far from well and that dr krupiner was worried about her mr browning also intimated that he and dr krupiner were also professional men agreed that if complete freedom from care and fender spills could not save mrs browning nothing could did you mean she might die said mr perry aghast suddenly i mean sir he was sorry as soon as he had spoken because mr browning's hand trembled so much that he had dropped one of the jelly cases and young perry realized that the old man was really wild about the old girl after all and that his bully ranging her was all yes sham of hide his feelings at that moment in peri sentimental impersonable pressionable hot 
went out to an most unconfidential to mr brownlee and he generously forgave him for his observation that young perry was patently out of cut out for the diplomatic service since he his tact and delicacy were so great the stories arrived bill perry unpacked the two big cases the smaller case he opened but left the unpacking to his employer mr browning finished his pill making although he was keeping the boy waiting rinsed his hand and got down to work with his usual deliberation there was not a great many packages in the case and young perry who had taken a peep at the modern ledger sometimes before thought he knew why the old man was riding close to the edge bills and receipts had been to jangled very carefully these days the boy read the invoice from the wholesalers and mr browning put the drugs away sorry by corners magnesial levis he read stumbling over the difficult words iron quinine hydrochlorodium dinged lightning that must be it mr browning there is the biggest packet billberry knew he read badly and was only trying to be helpful when he indicates the parcel but mr browning shot a truly terrified glance in his direction as he literally snatched up the packages and carried it off to the drug cabinet Yang Peri was dismayed. He was late and he was to go, wanted to go. In this panic, he floundered on making ma- matters worse. I-, I-, "I am sorry, sir," he said. "I was only to try to help. I thought you might be uh, um, think of something else and uh, doing a bit muddled oh said mr browning slowly fixing him with those hot round eyes in a way which was oddly disturbing and of what i should be making when i am doing my work boy 
of course mrs browning sir stammered the bitched mr perry helpfully helplessly instead of henry browning froze the blood collapsed in his face and his eyes seemed to sink into his head young perry realized that he had wrong thing and who had made a natural delicacy with revolted at prying into another sorrow mistook his employer's symptoms for acute embarrassation i am sorry he said again i was really trying to help sir i am a bit windy myself sir miss pronings has been very kind to be i am sorry she's so ill a great sign escaped henry browning that's all right my boy he said with a gentleness his assistant had never before heard in this tone i'm a bit rattled myself too you can go now i'll see to these few things in berry's pent off happy to be free on such a sunny evening but also a little out stricken by the revelation of this tragedy of married love pilus hurried a clown cloys lands with us it was a shortcut between her own road and the priory avenue it was a narrow paper baggy little thoroughfare with a dusty hedge on one side and high tarred fence on the other on this occasion koi line appeared to be deserted but the pilots reached the stunted made the three half way down the hedge uh, a figure stepped out and came to meet her the girl stopped abruptly in the middle of the path her cheek was patched with the pink and white and she caught her breath sharply as though afraid of her henry browning himself was unprepared for the savagery of the sudden pain in his breast when he saw her and the breathing viscous mindless person which checked him breathing and made him eyelids feel sticky and his mouth dried right under him a little also they are alone in the lane and 
he kissed her, putting into his hunched shoulders and greedy lips all the insufferable, senseless longing of the past eighteen days. When he realized, released her, she was crying. The big, bright tears which filled her eyes brim over on the cheeks and made her mouth look hot and wet and feverish. Go away, she said, and her tone was husky and imploring. Oh no, go away, please, please. After the kiss, Henry was human again and no longer the faint possessed soul in the torment he had been while waiting in the lane. No, he could behave normally for a time at least. All right, he said, and I added a so lightly, and she was deceived. Going out with Peter's Hill again with this afternoon? A girl's lips trembled, and her eyes were peeled. I'm trying to get free, she said. Don't you see? I'm trying to get free from you. Is it not easy? Henry Browning stared at her inquisitively for a full minute. Then he laughed shortly and explosively and strode away back down the lane at the great pass. Henry Browning went home. He walked very fastly, he, his round eyes introspective, but his step light and so purposeful. His thoughts were pleasant. So Pilus was there when he wanted her. There was the taking. When the obstacles was once removed, that had been his only doubt. Now he was certain of it. The practical part of his project alone remained. Small relatively unimportant things like the new story the molten ledgers would have to tell when the insurance money was in the bank and the Millie's small income was realized and reinvested crowded into this mind but the but he brushed them aside impatiently. His afternoon he must be grimly practical. That was a delicate work to do. 
when he reached home milly had gone over to her mother i was it was also early closing day and young peri was far away blowing white for the saint anis parish cricket club mr browning was around the house carefully and made sure that all the doors were locked the shop shutters were up to and he knew from carefully observation that they permitted on light from the thin to escape he removed his jacket and doomed his working overall switched on the lights locked the door between the shelves and the living room and set to work he knew exactly what he had to do milly had been taking five fenders pills regularly now for 8 days each pills contains 1 by 16 gram nativals digitalin and the stuff was cumulative no wonder she had been accompanying of bilinious and headaches lately milly was a hopeful fool she took out the bottle of tincture titling which had been come when the young peri had been given him such a scare and looked at it he wished he had reached risked it and bought it to the quinine or the fleshy fleshy powder leaves he wouldn't have had all these troubles now still he had not taken the chance and on on second thoughts he was glad as it was the wholesalers could not possibly notice anything unusual on his order there could be no injury or inquiry it made he need never worry afterwards he worked feverishly as he thought rest on he knew the dose all that he had been worked out months before when the idea has been first acquired to him and he had gone over his part of the proceeding again and again in his mind so that there could be no mistake no steps nine the chance of the ginger had killed a patient with no digitally already in this system but then the ginger was notoriously liable to 
literate she still his stuff was fresh barely 6 days old if the old sailors would be trusted he had thought of it he prepared his burners and evaporators it took a long time although he was so practiced his hand was unsteady and clumsy and the irritated fumes got into his eyes suddenly he discovered that it was near 4 o'clock he was panicked stricken only two hours and milly would come back and there was a lot of bedon as the burner didn't its work his mind moved rapidly delivering was so difficult to trace afterwards and that was the beauty of it even the great tadio had been unable to state positively if it it was a digitaling that had been used in the promeris case and that after the most exhaustive pm and test of frog and all that start of things henry browning's face split into the semblance of a smile old crupiness was no tardio old crupiner would not advise pm if he could possibly avoid it he had given the certificate all rights his mind was prepared for it probably he didn't even come and look at the body merely stupid passive body henry browning put the thoughts from him no use getting getting nervously now a shattering peal on the back door stalled him so much that he nearly upset this preparnelia for a moment he stood quietly wildly like a trapped animal which escaped from itself but he pulled himself together in the end and changed into his coat went down to answer and summons he locked the shop door behind him smoothed his hair and opened the back door confident that he looked normal even ordinary but the small boy with the evening paper did not wait for his saturday's six pen but rush away after a single glance at mr browning's face he was yet timid 12 years old however who often imaged things and his employee an older boy 
loved him for the story and made a mental note to call for the money himself on monday night the effect of the incident on henry browning was considered he went back to his work like a man in a nightmare and for the rest of proceedings he kept his mind resolutely on the physical task at last it was done he turned out the burner scrounged the evaporated measured the toxic dose carefully adding into a considerable to be on the safe side after all one could hardly overdo it that was the charm of his stuff then he effectively disposed of the residue and felt much better he had locked the door and changed his coat again before he noticed the awful thing a layer of fine dust on the top of one of the bottles first attracted his attention he removed it with fast rigorous care he had a frozen shawl he had replaced his handkerchief before he saw the showcase lurch and the first screaming of the dreadful truth percolated his stalled mind from the lurch his eyes traveled to the countertop to the dummy cartons to the bottle and the jars to the window shutters to the very floors great drops appeared on henry's forehead there was not an inch of surface in the whole shop that was innocent of the thinnest faintest coat of eloise dust delight in delight in the digital in digital over the one shop digital in world world evidence of this kind everywhere damning unescapable clear to the first intelligent observer henry browning stood very still gradually his brain looked cold at the binding of the instinct of self preservation began to work again delay that was the all important notes mili must not take the capsule tonight as he had planned not tonight nor tomorrow mili must not die until face trace of that yellow dust had been driven 
from the shop swiftly he rearranged his plan tonight he must behave as usual and tomorrow he must when milly went to church he must clear off the worst of the stuff before young perry noticed anything then on monday he would take an excuse and have the vacuum cleaning people in they came with a great machine and put pipes in through the windows he had often said he could have it done he worked quickly he had worked quickly so on tuesday meanwhile normality that was the main thing he must do not do nothing to alarm milly or excite her curiosity it did not occur to him that there was there would be a grim irony in getting milly to help him test the shop at evening but he dismissed the ideas they never to do it thoroughly in the time he was in the kitchen and went back into the hall he stepped on the tire case above him brought a scream to his throat which he only just succeeded in stifling it was milly she had come in the back away without him hearing her heaven knew how long before i'll borrow your pottery curtain from mother from your bedroom door henry she said mildly you would not be troubled by the dropped out any there any more it's just such a good thick one i'll just mean fix it up it's look very nice henry browning made a noise which made have meant anything his nerves had been gone to pieces her next remark was reassuring however so reassuring that he almost laughed loud henry she said you only gave me four of those bills today dear you won't forget to another will you cold ham from the cooked meat shop cold tinned peas potato salad and borkester chaas what 
what a cook what a cook i'll married my dear milly henry browning delivered a vicious pressure from the slummy scarsums and when milly's pale face became wood and he was scarified as he sat at the small table and took at her he was aware for a curious phenomenon a woman stood off from the rest of the room's contents as though she alone was in grief relief he saw every line of her features every fold of her dark cotton fold on stress as though he they and they were drawn in a thick black pencil milly was silent even her usual flow of balanti had dried up and he was glad of it he found himself regarding her disappointed dispassionately as though she were being a stranger he did not hate her he decided on the contrary he was prepared to believe that she was quiet and estimable practicable person in their own limited fashion but she was in the way his plump flatticious creature not even different in her every abstinence from many of the other matrons on the town had committed the crowning impudence of getting the away of henry browning she this ridiculous lowly woman actually stood between the henry browning's and the inmost desire of his heart he was an insight into the state of the chemist's mind that at the moment not impressed him so forcibly as her remarkable audacity monday he thought monday and possibly tuesday and then the milly cleared away mr browning drank his first glass of whisky and soda with a relish he didn't not often experience for him the pleasure of his saturday night libation laid in the old sensation he experienced when clearly drunk when henry browning was a sack of limp and inviting humanity to his wife and the rest of the world 
to himself he was a quiet all powerful ghost seated comfortable and protected in the shell of the body able to see and comprehend everything but too mighty and too important to direct any of the trivial little master which made him immediate world on these occasions henry browning taste god hit the evening became like all the other and by the time there was but an inch of amber elixir in the square bottle milly and the dust in the shop and the doctor cupinan had become in his mind as ant and and burden while he towered above them his colossus in mind and power when the final hinge had divided to a yellow stain on the bottom of the white glass bottle Mr. Browning sat very still in a few minutes. Now he had attained the peak of the ascendancy over his fellow mortal. When the body so important to them was for literally nothing, not even a dull encumbrance, not even a nervous covering but in nothingness and unimportant unnoticed element when billy came in at last in a pin would have been thrust deep into mr browning's flesh and he could not have noticed it it was in the bed his unusual body clad in a clean pajamas that he noticed that milly noticed behaved quietly as usual she had folded his cloth neatly on the chair at the end of the bed he was saw her peering at something intently he followed her eyes and saw the first time a new protrudent curtain it certainly was a fine affair a great thick heavy plush things that looked at the thought it would stop anything drawn there even had been He remembered clearly losing his temper with Millie in front of the young Peary one day and searching in his mind for a suitable excuse had invented his drought beneath his bedroom and 
there wasn't one this ghost remembered that was the beauty of it the door fitted tightly on the jump but it gave Millie something to worry about Millie went out to the room without extinguishing the lights she tried to call out to her and only then realized the disadvantage of being a disembodied body spirit she could not speak of course he was lying puzzled at the obviously falls in the omnipotence when he heard her go downstairs instead of crossing her room he was suddenly furious and would reason had it been possible but in the midst of the anger he remembered something amusing and lay still in bed consumed with secret laughter soon milly would be dying dead 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 milly would be stupid no longer milly would have appalled him by her awful madness no more milly would be dying she came up again stepped softly into the room the alcohol being to take its full effect now and could not move his head soon operation would come and he would leave his body and rush off into the exciting darkness not to return until the dawn he was only milly's head and shoulders when she was into his line of vision he was annoyed she still had those thick black lines around her and there was an absurd expressions upon her face which i remembered seeing before when she was engrossed in some particularly different household task she switched out the light and when then went over to the far window he saw interested now and saw her pull up the blinds then to his astonishment he heard the crack of paper not a ordinary cracks but something familiar something he had heard hundreds of times before he placed a suddenly sticky papers he won reels of sticky papers from the shop he was so cross with her for touching it that 
for some moments he did not wonder what she was doing a bit and it was not until he was uh, her silhouette against the second row of paints that he guessed he was ticking up the windows cracks his ghost laughed again he don't asli stupid milly trying to stop the drought she pulled down the blinds and turned on the light again her face was mild and expressionless as ever her blue eyes beckoned and foolish he saw her go to the dressing table still moving briskly as she away did when working about the house once again the phenomenon he had noticed at the evening meal James tattling apart he saw her hand and its contents positively glowing because of its black outlines thrown up in the high relief against the white table cover Millie was putting two pieces of paper there one white with a decal edge one blue and familiar Henry Browning's ghost yawned in its prison. His body ceased to the negligible. It became a coffin, a sealed, leaned coffin suffocated him in its senseless shell. He fought to free himself to stir that mighty weight to move. Millie knew the white paper with the decal edge was a letter from Pilis out of the drawer in the shop and the blue paper he remembered it now the blue paper had left in the dirty developing pot he reread his own pencil the work words that cleared that if his eyes had made become possessed of telescopic sight mili dear this doesn't explain itself doesn't it and then his name signed with a flourish he had been so pleased with himself when he had written it He fought wildly. The coffin was made of glass now, thick, heavy glass with the hand. Would not respond to the great effort. Millie was hesitating. She had picked up Pilot's letter. Now she was reading it again. 
he saw her frown and tears the paper into shreds thrusting the pieces into the pocket of her cardigan He saw her prone and tears the paper into shredding and dusting into pieces into the pocket of her cardigan. Her uh, Henry Browning stood, understood. Millie was sorrow for Pilus for all her astuteness. She had guessed at some of the girl's piteous infatuation and had decided to keep her out of it what then henry browning bit inside this inanimated body lily was back at the table now she was putting something else there what's on it oh what was it a ledger he sighed painfully the old molten ledger whose word a old story was played for any fool coroner to read and misunderstand Millie had turned away now he hardly noticed her pass before the fire he did not stoop her felt stones clippers lipped the gas tap over then she passed out of the door extinguishing the light as she went he heard the rustle of the thick curtain as she drew the wood close there was a impressions passed and then was the key turned into the lock she had behaved throughout the whole proceeding as the, the she was had been getting dinner and tidyingly the spare room in his prison since as and him henry brown dreams
he had behaved through the whole proceeding as had done he had been getting dining and dining through the spare room his prison in this prison henry brownings for important ghost listened he was hissing from the far end of the room in the attic although he could not possibly hear it he knew the meter ticked every 2 and 3 seconds henry browning saw in a vision the scene in the morning every room in the house and had the same key so mili would have no difficulty in explaining that on awakening she had noticed the smell of the gas and on finding her husband's room locked and had been open it with a own key the ghost filled in its shell once again the earth and the earthly these incidents look small and negligible the impositions as in coming the darkness was waiting only now it was no longer exciting dark the shell moved the it felt he felt it with and choked it was fighting 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 the darkness drew him he was no longer conscious of shell now it was been beaten it has been cured the fight the streak of the light behind the blind whereas the street lamps jones was fading fading now it gone as henry's ghost creeped out into a cool whisper came into it ghastly in a conviction they never yet caught that kind they are too dull too practical too imaginative they never caught the story is over please like and hear this video thank you for hearing this